Hi Church, it has been two months since the last time we were able to meet. And I believe that in these past two months, a lot of us have been trying to cope with the different changes in life. You know, the change in lifestyle, the, the way we do things. But there are definitely things that we can glean on. I want to encourage every one of us that God is unchanging, that God is always faithful. His promises are always yes and amen. So no matter where you are, no matter what you are going through or the different changes that you are trying to cope with, God is leading us, God is leading you and He will bring you to greater heights. He will strengthen you and He will continue to show His ways in your life. So I want to encourage every one of us that even though change is inevitable, we must be ready for what God is about to do in our midst. So right now, you know, I just want to invite you to join me in a word of prayer as we look to Jesus. Today, God is going to speak to us and God is going to bring a word that will encourage our spirit and our hearts. So why not turn to someone next to you and tell the person, let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that you are unchanging. Even though times and seasons may change, Lord, you will remain the same. And Lord, we thank you, O God, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And with that, O God, Lord, our hearts are assured that even as we go through whatever that we've been, Lord, uh, facing, O Father, Lord, the things that we've been coping Lord, we thank you that you're always leading us to greater heights. You are leading us to greater things, O God. So Lord, we pray, let our spirit be sharpened, Lord, that we'll be able to understand, O Father, what you are doing, O Father, even in our midst. Lord, we don't want to just look at the physical. Lord, we want to understand the spiritual significance of what you are doing, O God, even in our midst today. So Lord, we thank you. We commit the rest of the service before you. Lord, may your word, Lord, bring a word that was going to cause our spirit to just leap up Lord, to, to just, Lord, be on fire for you, O God. So, Lord, we thank you. We pray that anoint our ears that we may hear from you, O God, so clearly today. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone say, Amen. Amen. As I said earlier on, change is inevitable. Have you ever wondered if you could do better? Have you ever wondered things would be different if you were to have a choice? I believe that many of us, including myself, have thought of it many times. But the issue is not about the thoughts. The issue is about not doing anything about it. A lot of times when people go through the different seasons in their lives, when they see the changes all around them, they become passive. And I believe that in this time, it is not for us to become passive. God has a great plan for each and every one of us. We need to be in step and in line with what He's about to do in our midst. So change is definitely part of this equation. So I want to encourage every one of us, make a choice not to be stifled. Mediocrity is a choice. Excellence is also a choice. Someone once said, the richest places on the face of the earth are not the oil-rich fields in the Middle East or even the diamond mines in Africa or the wealthiest treasury in the most powerful nation on the, of the earth. The richest places on the face of the earth are found in cemeteries because there lay paintings that never have been painted, songs that have never been sung, books that have never been written, potentials have never been fulfilled. Friends, it is not that some have more than what it takes than others. 
It is a matter of our attitude toward change. And in this entire sermon, you will hear this word change many times. People tend to resist change because it is a challenge. Turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, change is a challenge. If you don't effect change, change will affect you. Many had their potential stifled because they allowed change to drive them, to navigate them in their lives, instead of affecting change in the environment. Don't let change affect you. You can affect change in your life. Always remember that you are not the victim of your surrounding. Your environment should be a catalyst for the change in your life. Mankind from the beginning at Adam's time was to effect change. When God has finished everything that He has created except man, He saw that it was good. You can find that in Genesis chapter 1, verse 25. But then in verse 31, after He had completed the whole entire creation with man in it, God said this in His Word. He saw that it was very good. So it was from good to very good. When mankind came into the picture, everything changed. Mankind was given the mandate to fill and subdue the earth. God had blessed Adam with the ability to make a difference in his environment. Adam was to affect change in the environment around him. So man, from the very beginning, has the ability and the responsibility for change. So you can make a change, you can make a difference in your life. You start by changing your mindset about change. People often relate change with something negative. They think that they need to change only when something bad has happened. But as we have read in Genesis chapter 1, as we can see that change can be from good to very good. If change is only needed from bad to good, then we are missing out on the importance of change in our lives. Don't change only because you are trying to get out of a bad situation. Change because you want to grow, because you want to progress. Turn to a neighbor, tell a neighbor, growth and progress. Change is a progression in life. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 tells us of the different times and the different seasons of our lives. Time and season have cycles and life is full of cycles. Just as times and seasons change, change is needed for you to cycle forward. Don't cycle backward. Cycle forward. This is a word that we need to keep in mind. As we go through the different cycles in our lives, the different seasons, we cycle forward. We don't cycle backward. But change is not going to happen automatically. Change must be intentional. Turn to your neighbor again, tell your neighbor, it must be intentional. Change must have an aim. It must have a goal. It must have an objective. If change has no direction, it will lead to nowhere. Change is a strategy 
to move forward to get to your goal. Though change is unsettling, it is also its beauty. When things are unsettling, it means there can be possibilities instead of only impossibilities. Can I hear an amen for that? I said this before, you are not a victim of your environment. You are only a victim of your environment when you refuse to change. And even in this past two months, we have seen so many changes around us. It will be ridiculous. It will be stupidity if we think that we can still stay the same way whereas everything around us have already changed. So I want to encourage us. We need to change not just with the times. We need to change with where God is leading us. So there are four things today I want to share with you concerning change. Number one, change requires commitment. It requires effort. Change doesn't come easy. It is going to be difficult. And it will require a lot from us. But if we make a conscious effort to change, at the end of it all, it will be very rewarding. Friends, we need to put in effort. We need to be committed if we want to get to our goal. God has great plans for us. But those plans are not just going to unfold automatically. We need to be in step with God. And every step that we take with God, we need to understand that change is included in it. Change is part of it. In Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 to verse 8, let me read to you. It says this, Go to the end, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler. Yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food for harvest. The writer of the Proverbs tells us, consider the end. Look at the end, especially in this manner. That the end is not lazy. The end is wise. It says that the end has no commander, no overseer, no ruler. That means, in short, there is no one giving leadership to the end, but yet the end knows what to do. And that is a very important point, that even in our lives today, if we are waiting for people to tell us what to do, then we are making the biggest mistake in our lives. We need to have self-leadership to lead ourselves, and just like the end, that we need to consider the end's Understand season change. Ends understand the need for change before the season change. It says that the end has provided or gathered food in summer, knowing that winter is coming and food is scarce. And then in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 25. It says the ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. This is a powerful verse for us 
to glean on. It says this, ants are not strong. They are not a strong people. Strength is not the main criteria for change. Preparation is. When you prepare, you are careful to plan. Just like the end. Even though they are not strong, but yet they made preparations for the season that is ahead. Change requires effort and effort involves planning. So friends, the first point, commitment. We need to be committed to change. We need to put in effort. We need to put in effort to plan. We need to put in effort to prepare. We need to be committed to that. If we are not willing to be committed to putting in effort, if we are not willing to be committed to plan or even to prepare, then the seasons ahead is going to be even a greater challenge. But I believe that in this time, God is revealing to us, we need to not just prepare for the season ahead, we need to be prepared for whatever seasons that are ahead of us. Point number two, consistency. And this talks about focus. Change can be a long journey and can take a long time. There is no shortcut to effective change. As the duration is being stretched, lacking focus will throw you off course. The temptation is that you will try to hit everything and hope to hit something. That is not effective. What we need to do is to stay focused. Effort without focus is wastage. You need to set your focus on the goal that's ahead of you. Change doesn't make sense when there's no focus on the goal. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26, Paul said this, So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating in the air. Consistency needs to be part of your change. You need to stay focused. It is about sticking true. Don't keep shifting focus. You need your eye to be spot on on the goal that's ahead of you. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, the Message Bible tells us, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. So we need to run forward. Even though with whatever situation or circumstances that may surround us, we need to move forward. Remember I said earlier on, cycle forward. So we run forward. Amen? So the third point, change requires character. Character will sustain us. Character growth is more important than external changes. Your character must outgrow your environment in size and also in speed. So our character, your character must grow faster and bigger than your environment. Change in the inside is more important than change on the outside. If you don't have the character to sustain your external changes, you will eventually regress. Always focus 
on character change before external change. God is more interested in your character than your comfort. So I pray that none of us will be looking you know, at our comfort and thinking that when life is going to be more comfortable. But I pray that every one of us will look to God and say, God, I want my character to grow, to become stronger so that I can fulfill your plans and your purpose. Let me read to you Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love. So character must grow. We need our character to keep on growing. So turn to your neighbour, tell your neighbour, grow in your character. Amen. And the last point, the fourth point, is compassion. We must have the heart and patience for change to take place because change can be a long time. It requires patience. It requires our hearts to be ready for what is to come. You've got to have the heart, the stamina to go through the process. Yes, process. Why not turn to someone next to you and tell that person, process. When I think about process, I think about how a caterpillar transforms into a butterfly. It is a metamorphic change. The caterpillar had to go through a time in a cocoon It is a place of constriction, but it is also a place of construction. Friends, you may feel that you are being constricted right now, but being constricted can be the construction for your change, the construction for your future. It is in that constriction that when your patience had run its course, you will lack nothing. James chapter 1 verse 4 tells us that. You might not change as completely as you hoped for at first. And growth feels like forever, but don't give up. You might mess up. You might make mistakes. You might get frustrated with yourself, but the key is keep going forward. Keep going. Job chapter 14, verse 14 says, All the days of my heart service I will wait till my change comes. Job had gone through a lot, but yet he did not give up. He said this, all the days of my heart service, I will wait. Job had a hard life, but yet he knew that as he keep on waiting, he keep on going, that change will come. Change is not change until it is past tense. The good news is that we have a God who is committed to help us to change. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 says this, So all of us who have had that will removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, 
makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, the Amplified Bible says this, Therefore, we do not become discouraged, spiritless, disappointed, or afraid. Though our outer self is progressively wasting away, yet your inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. Friends, yes, in the physical, it can be a challenge. But we thank God that we can have the strength in the spiritual to progressively move forward. Our destiny is in front of us. We don't change to move backwards. We change to move forward. So no matter what you face, keep changing forward. And we thank God that even this time is an indication for us, all of us, even though change is inevitable, but change can help us to move forward. Remember the four things that we talk about today. Commitment, consistency, character, and compassion. We need these four things in order for change that's ahead of us. And I'm going to close with this. I want to read to you from Psalms chapter 84, from verse 6 to verse 7. It says, As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. Friends, the valley of Baca is a valley of weeping. It's a valley of sorrows, a valley of challenges. But it says this, the people of God can make it into a spring. And the rain also covers it with pools. It speaks of blessings. So in all that we are going through, the Bible also says that we can grow from strength to strength. So it's my prayer for every one of you that in this time that we need to understand that yes, changes are happening, but don't let those change affect us. But we can effect change in the environment that we are in so that we'll be able to move forward. We are not victim of our, our environment, we can make a difference, a change in the environment that we are in. So I pray for you, even as I pray for myself, that God will continue to strengthen us. We will grow from faith to faith, from strength to strength. We will grow from one season to another season and we will always be prepared for what is the season that's ahead of us. So I want to encourage you, continue to look to God. Why not join me in a word of prayer? Turn to our neighbor, tell our neighbor, let's look to God, let's believe. As we prepare for change that's ahead, God is going to reveal even more to each and every one of us. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you first and foremost. You are unchanging. We thank you in all that you do, you have a purpose, you have every plan in store, O oh Father. So Lord, we 
can trust in you. Lord, I pray for every one of us. Lord, even though this time, even not just in this time, every change is, is challenging, every change is difficult. But Lord, we thank you that Lord, that you are committed to help us to change. Lord, we pray that let no one be frustrated, let, let no one be discouraged right now. Lord, I pray that in Jesus' name, fill every heart with that strength, fill every heart with the encouragement that Lord, that whatever that's ahead of us, Lord, we thank you that you are leading us to greater things. You are leading us to your path. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you that even in this time, in this COVID-19 situation, you are revealing something to us. We thank you. We just want to say we love you. Thank you that we can affect change. We can affect change in our environment, oh Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So God bless you. Why not tell your neighbor this before we end? You can affect change. Don't let change affect you. This sermon has been brought to you by Harvest Generation Church. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged.